Hello and welcome to a new series on the Talk Hockey Radio Network, Brand Pitch. On this show we're going to talk to the people behind the brand and try and shed a little bit of light into the decision making goes on. For our first episode we're joined by Evan from Crown Hockey. We're going to talk to Evan about how Crown got started as well as their unique manufacturing process and where they see Crown going in the future. Thank you for joining me Evan. Hello, thank you for having me. So let's start off by talking about Crown Hockey a little bit. How did you get started with Crown Hockey? Yeah, Crown Crown got started um, as a university project. It was my final year university project at the University of Brighton. And uh, I was studying sports product design. And I saw the problem of vibrations really in within hockey sticks. Hockey sticks were at this point really, really high in carbon fiber. Those were all the good ones. And I was trying out loads of sticks and they were all really painful. If it's like zero degrees outside on a, a, a blustery, British pitch, you can get some pretty bad vibrations going through your uh, hands and arms. And uh, I just wanted to try and work on something to reduce that. So the dimples were kind of the first idea to increase the surface area of the the stick, um, which would then give the vibrations a greater distance to disperse over. But uh, we've done loads of other stuff with the stick as well since to to help the vibrations and to generally help performance. We then, um, I guess we made, uh, we tried to make them in Pakistan, but because we wanted to do so much different, we were met with quite a lot of resistance. So in the end, we ended up uh, making up some prototypes with um, composite engineers in in the South, in in the UK. Um, They were able to provide us with some like surplus material and we uh, started a Kickstarter campaign as well, which was successfully backed, which is like a crowd um, funding uh, platform. And, uh, and we got some early prototypes going, and really it's spiraled from there. Okay, so you started Crown while you are at university with the, the aim of reducing the vibrations through the stick. Uh-huh. Crown yeah, is, yeah. is known for the dimples on the back. Is there anything else that differentiates your stick from other high-end sticks on the market? I think uh, everything. <laughs> I think um, we're using uh, – we're making them in a very different way with a foam core in the middle. We're using far higher grade of material than anyone else, far more expensive, different kind of material as well to what other, what I believe at least I think other people are using. Um, and really we're making a very, we're making a very different product. Um, also, I guess all hockey sticks are kind of made up from carbon fiber and resin really. And uh, we're using a different resin to everyone else as well. Um, and our shapes are different shapes. Um, a lot of other brands use the same shape, so the top end sticks might feel very similar just because they're the same shape. Um, but because they're our own unique design shapes, they will feel different as well and be and be unique in their own sense because they're a very unique product. Um, and I guess what that means for players in difference is our sticks are. I, I guess our overall aim is that we're trying to make very very stiff sticks that are very powerful, um, but they don't feel powerful. They feel a lot more spongy. Uh, so stuff like your first touch will be better and generally you'll get a better sense of, of uh, the ball but still be able to hit it really hard um, and I guess that's what the uniqueness means for the end player and I guess as well we have things like our coating systems what the sticks are coated in are all different because they're unique things that we've tried and tested out so I think everything even down to like the grips and the end caps are all designed by us um, so uh, everything that could be different about the stick is different compared to other brands. So I think you end up with a very, very unique product that's got loads of different things that feel different about it. And you touched on it there. You have a unique manufacturing process. Mm-hmm. How much are you willing to tell me about that? 
Yeah, yeah, I guess um, we, uh, the main, there's a, there's a lot of difference with it and it is self-invented, so there's not even terminology for some of the stuff that we do, but it's far more like an F1 car manufacturing process. And to, uh, to make components of F1 cars, usually they use a really, really light foam that is incredibly strong and that's their, that's their basis of their part. So inside the crown stick, there is a, is a mini foam hockey stick um, which creates kind of the shape and then carbon fiber pieces are um, put around that foam piece and you build it up. It's a very papier-mâché kind of process. We're adding little pieces here and there to build it up. And I guess the, um, uh, the real quality difference or how you can make better sticks than others is your choice of those pieces. Um, the choice of different weaves that you put on, on the foam core and uh, the direction of those weaves, how thick the filaments are, uh, the different resin systems and how they combine together. Um, there's a lot, a lot of variables in how you lay up the, the stick around the foam core. Um, and then all sticks are cooked as well. Uh, so they've got to be cooked to a certain temperature. Um, our temperature is probably different to everyone else's temperature as well. Um, and how, how long they are cooked for or how high or low a temperature also changes the characteristics of a stick. So you can even have two sticks that are exactly the same. One is cooked very, very quickly on a super high temperature, and one is cooked very, very low. And uh, you wanna get the souffle Goldilocks zone where you have the right amount of performance characteristics. Uh, you have the performance characteristics that you want in the stick and you avoid some of the bad things. Uh, so cooking time is different for, and uh, cooking time is different depending on all of the other variables I mentioned. So um, so that's kind of our manufacturing process. It isn't quite the same as the bladder molding to two plastic tubes that uh, every other stick is really made up from. And using this unique manufacturing method, how, trying to think of the best way to phrase this, uh, yeah. how much control do you have over the replication of a stick? So obviously with a lot of brands on the market, as you talked about using the, the bladder manufacturing technique repeatability is not 100 percent yeah you can pick up two different sticks that have gone through the same manufacturer process and they will have different bounce points different weights different feels yeah yeah uh that is i think that's a big advantage of our system to be honest we've got um the foam core is is very good at keeping things in in place um and uh, without the expanding air bladder blowing everything in different locations and some areas of high compression and low compression with a, with a bag bladder um, without that going on and uh, and the foam keeping all the pieces in place uh, our variance sticks and balance points and stuff like that is very very small we've actually found that there's more variance in our grip weights than there, there can be in our stick models so um, we start to do weird things like tailor different grips to different sticks that we make to try and balance them out a bit. But uh, no, I think consistency is one of the best things about this process. Um, and I think I think it's quite important when you get to the, to, to the high-end stick level. Um, I've heard many stories about pro players that go around shops looking to buy another one of their stick that they've been given as a sponsorship. But, uh, they go around stores just trying to find one that feels the same and then maybe they end up buying another brand stick and uh, uh, that is the same shape, but the same the but the weight and balance that they like. 
and uh, they have to buy that and spray it up differently or black or something like that instead. Um, so I think consistency is a really big problem with hockey. It's really hard to buy, especially as everyone's buying sticks online now. I think it's I think it's a worthwhile issue solving, and um, the foam core keeping everything in place, um, and the type of carbon fiber we use. I guess uh, if you've ever used, um, if you've ever gone on YouTube and, and watched a stick manufacturing video from another brand, you'll notice that the the resins they use are usually very liquidy, and sometimes they're even like painting extra resin on into molds and things like that. And uh, I think that just adds to the to the ununiformity of the um, of the stick shape because the resin can flow and move around everywhere. Our resin is very very sticky and uh, really remains in place, so there's not too much resin flow um, within the stick, which also means that stuff like little high uh, pockets of resin. Uh, don't exist quite as much, and so maybe the stick is is the correct balance point that you want. The resin hasn't hasn't changed the properties of the stick. Um, so I think yeah, I'm, I'm mainly putting it down to the foam core and the stickiness of our resin. I guess is the thing that makes uh, our process a little bit more consistent than than I think other people's are. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes um, So using this uh, unique manufacturing process, how does your crown stick compare with other brands when it comes to manufacturing defects so you touched on one there the the resin bubbles that can cause uh, weaknesses in a stick yeah uh, i think um yeah i think i think our i think our stick matches up really well uh night well not well, nicely and adversely our sticks are very um expensive to manufacture which means that right from the start we really didn't want any to break it would be a huge huge loss of money for us um especially as we started as a university project it's not like we had the backing of loads of finance to have the luxury of making mistakes so we um all the way through um we've focused on making the stick really really strong um and stuff like getting air bubbles out is i think the key thing to be honest um and the key problem with other sticks, and it's also it's kind of the prob- problem is magnified because um, you can't see the air bubble. So unless you have an ultrasound scanner and you personally as the customer are scanning your, your hockey sticks, you don't really know what you're getting. There's some brands out there that are obviously doing a slightly better job and you're more likely to get a good product from them more often. But I think the stick breakage rate is is quite high. Um, but nicely, our crown our crown sticks, we've, we've gotten to a point now where I think it's been about two Two pushing on three years uh, since we've had uh, anyone claim back their their crown warranty, which is um which is pretty crazy. I'm I'm quite proud of that fact uh, because it it includes like 3,000 sticks sold I think within that time frame. So I think we've I think we've um we've done it and we've definitely eradicated most problems. Though hockey is an incredibly incredibly tough stick. Uh, tough sport on sticks as you can have two extremely strong grown adults smashing two sticks as hard as they possibly can into each other and uh and it's got to take that force which is actually it's pretty crazy to be honest i mean uh, a lot of our components um a lot of our materials we use are used within production vehicles and planes and no one is is making a stronger object as us uh, because uh, which is we've really run into trouble when talking to suppliers about this because even things like the panels of car doors don't actually have to be as strong as hockey sticks have to be they don't have to deal with as much uh, continual continual impacts um, and uh, and so it's been really tough to talk to people to try and make something that's that's this strong um, and 
it's been a long it's been it's been a tough task but i think um reducing air bubbles out with 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 the foam being very very tough is a good help um how manufacturing them may be slower than other people as well um we're um we're not at the moment at least under time constraints uh from other people really it's not like we have to get 10,000 sticks out to a distributor really, really quickly and time is money and we make more money if we make them quicker. At the, at the moment, we much prefer making them at our own pace, making sure everything's done well, quality controlling every step. Um, and I think that helps quite a lot as well with um, reducing defects. And I remember uh, a couple of years ago, you made uh, a series of, we'll say off the wall videos okay. to promote uh, <laughs> the crown stick one of them that stands out was if i remember correctly you fired a shotgun at it from close range yeah i want them to come back yeah I want, yeah yeah we did yeah i uh we we have we booked out a clay pigeon guy who wanted to remain anonymous and we didn't we do want to show his face on camera because yeah he was going to shoot these hockey sticks and um i think really just just through testing we thought we we kind of got convinced that yeah it could take a bullet i'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure these sticks are strong enough. Um, and we d we've done stuff as well that I'm sure we'll do videos of again, things like driving your car over hockey sticks and stuff like that. You know, I was, I was prepared to sacrifice my car for that one and uh, sledgehammers against hockey sticks and things like that that, um, that we didn't film. Uh, but we got quite confident about this. And uh, yeah, I I'm hoping to do more crazy stuff like that in the future and see see what can can uh, what kind of brutal punishment you can take out on hockey sticks because uh, it's quite interesting what it what it can take uh, it's very very strong in certain directions and stuff like that and certain parts of it are very strong um so yeah the bullet stopping one was pretty fun and uh yeah i would i wouldn't be <laughs> i wouldn't want to have to use a hockey stick as a as a bulletproof shield but uh i mean a small peace of mind maybe now that i know that maybe i could do it in case of crazy crazy events but, um it was fun and do you think that this uh, resiliency that you're building into your hockey sticks will drive customers to come back because obviously the life cycle of a hockey yeah. stick varies very much dependent on the player and how often they're playing um with the traditional methods some some people use sticks for five or six years hmm. if someone was to purchase a crown hockey stick who usually keeps their stick for five or six years they might be using it for potentially eight ten years yeah, we've yeah we we've definitely got we've built ourselves a problem here because <laughs> um, yeah there are some people that play that don't play often against stick hackers and play on uh, uh, excellent quality astroturf pitches and uh, things like that and their sticks last ages they're never you know the the paintwork on them is still looking quite good years later and I do think that is a bit there's a bit of an issue for a company because you can never build you can never really build repeat customers up. Um, so I guess on that front, how how we've tried to avoid that problem is um, is to just make other products. Really, um, I think there's other little small things within hockey that are small problems that could easily be solved by um, that can easily be solved. And uh, things like uh, our touch pads are, are a different product that's trying to solve the issue of touch compounds scraping away and making your surface more uneven. Uh, and there's other things like I'm not particularly sure shin pads are very well designed right now and face masks aren't particularly that well designed. So I'm pretty sure that there's other there's also stuff like grips and, and chamois and stuff as well. Um, but I think 
I think all this stuff was was invented quite a few years ago, and not too many people are innovating on these, like I'd call them small hockey problems or just areas where hockey equipment can, can get better. So we're hoping to just release more products um, in the hope that the repeat customers that really like Crown are enjoying their stick and never want to change it or buy a new one um, uh, have these other products that they can they can they can use and purchase and enjoy as well um and i guess that's that's more of our marketing strategy than than anything but uh it's also it's also quite fun i guess we're all product designers um here at crown so we're um we enjoy the problem solving of 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 small issues and uh and i think that should kind of negate the fact that once a year we're not we're not getting as frequently uh as other brands might have where someone just buys a new stick um, every year from the same brand just for the new season they get a new stick um, so uh, yeah I guess that's our that's our um, helping our cash flow and marketing out solution is to make more products and solve more issues within hockey but yes it is a tough it is a tough question so on that topic of mm. your your business model and its sustainability you currently only offer the highest of high-end hockey sticks really yeah I think you you're too models i think the cheaper one is 250 pounds currently yeah yeah is the plan to stay at that high tier option or are you looking to introduce a lower tier stick definitely introducing lower tier sticks i think um for us right at the beginning it was way easier to just uh make the best thing we possibly could and the first few prototypes cost us like two grand and there was no way we were then going to sell it for more than that to make a profit because just no one would be buying these sticks but um We've slowly, um, I guess, through making use of economies of scale, selling more, um, refining our process a bit, we managed to push the crown stick down to a to a 330 price, which it, which it now is at, which was a price where I thought, yeah, okay, I think I think that's a worthwhile uh, product to sell. I think people would buy that now. It's it's reached a point where it's all right. Um, uh, so we released it at that, and then we kind of did um, a few small changes. Um, to again go down to the 250 mark and the jump from uh, a 250 RRP stick to what I'm what we're aiming at now which is actually 150 um, that's a much bigger jump to make for us um, so it's it's been tough but I, I think we've been working on a cheaper stick for like three years now um, and it's meant that we've had to develop a new manufacturing process again and right now we have two prototypes of that stick and that stick only and that's all of our endeavors over the last three years so um it's a tricky tricky task because we also we don't want to create a 150 stick that we think is as good as everyone else's 150 pound stick um we want to make one that is an obvious improvement on that um because otherwise we might as well get in contact with the factory that makes other people's sticks and just ask for the same for the same product uh, but that's not that's not really our style i feel like that's quite boring that's happened for like 20 plus years now um so i'd like to make some kind of meaningful difference and uh and actually improve the quality a bit but it is it is tough it's required a lot of r d um but no i'm thinking and especially maybe in the future i don't think um i don't think the cheapest stick in the world uh can can be one that is made that is made um, in a factory in a country where there's low wages um, so that you can uh, not pay people very much and put loads of man man hours into making a product. I feel like the cheapest stick you can make is probably one that is made 
in a hockey stick making machine where like no human comes across uh comes into contact with the with the product it's very automated um i think that would actually end up making better products probably cheaper as well because you'd have less scrappage and things like that and uh, potentially human issues to deal with as well because if you're if you're reducing the labor cost down you're able to reduce the amount of humans that are in contact with it and we want to include more people within within crown there's a lot of people that um like what we're doing and and even try out our sticks and like it but they know that they can't justify the price or they just don't have the money um but they really do want to get involved so i would quite like to offer cheaper products um that i think is of some benefit and help to people um later on down the line i think i think we can make it cheaper as we grow uh, like at the moment i think we're selling about 2000 sticks a year if we were to sell 200000 sticks a year uh, i'm sure we can make use of economies of scale and sell sticks a lot cheaper um, so i'm hoping as we grow we're able to offer better quality products cheaper really that's that's kind of the overall aim um, i don't really want to stay in just the high end bracket though we still want to be innovating and be being on the head of of um, head of the curve and be the brand that's always creating the next best thing. You touched on it briefly in your answer there, uh, talking about new fabrication methods yeah. to reduce the cost. Again, is there anything that you're willing to reveal about that? Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, we're. It's probably not going to have the foam core in it anymore. Uh, the foam core is very expensive and it holds stuff in place nicely, which which was my previous answer. But um, but this one's gonna this one's gonna be different. We're um we're creating whole new tooling. Um, I'm sh- we we've been using metal tooling at the moment and uh, expansion of metal and uh, even doing things like um, working with metal, creating the tooling is all a bit expensive. Buying in metal is all expensive. So we're trying to create a new, cheaper tool manufacturing system. Um, And the stick is probably gonna be hollow. I don't think it's gonna have any foam in it to to reduce costs again, Uh, but we're quite likely to be using the same carbon fiber that we use in our normal sticks. because we, we, we've gotten used to working with it, we think it's really good. Um, but we will probably try and get less, we get very little scrappage of materials right now, but we'll try and get even less of that with this one. We'll do things like, in at the moment, we're, we're a very like slow, we can make one stick a day, uh, or maybe have a couple on the go in the same day, and then they're all made by the end of the week or something uh, kind of process. But we're trying to get, uh, speed of production up to reduce the cost as well so making five sticks at once in the same in the uh with the same time that we would normally be using for a crown stick but maybe for this new 150 stick we're making five in the same time uh we're, we're working on things like that so i guess making it quicker reducing some materials um is the main thing oh and i guess maybe the finish as well stuff like if you only have a stick that's one color it is it suddenly reduces your cost as if you're offering four different colors uh it's just a little bit more expensive so little things like that will um will happen with the cheaper range of stick which i'm hoping i'm hoping won't affect um people's opinion of it too much they'll still think it's a good product at the end um even if they can only buy in one color so i think um i think we'll be trying little little cost saving things such as that it all sounds really interesting uh, so you've touched on you've touched on uh, your manufacturer costs are higher than other brands so yeah. that you can have that quality control one of the most often comments i've heard about crown hockey is that it's not 
uh, your products are not used by that many top tier players so it's not seen on the international stage as much as other brands yeah would you care to to comment on that as to why that is yeah 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 we um it's expensive it's really it's really expensive to sponsor international athletes um and i guess uh i guess i've never wanted to have a marketing budget i feel like um if we put uh some of our money in marketing instead of research and development that doesn't really help out the general hockey players um as if we were to put that money towards funding getting in new machinery or testing out a new material or something like that we would end up making a better product from it and i'm i'm a big fan of letting the product do the talking and um and marketing coming second kind of thing um and i guess really it's it's just quite a lot of money to be honest we've we've come from we've come from a from university with with no money uh tried to build a composite facility and and um buying in any equipment to do with carbon fiber even buying in carbon fiber is a huge expense um so we just haven't really had the funds to sponsor anyone to be honest all of our all of our sponsored players um could almost certainly get you know double double the amount of money we're able to offer them if not more from other brands um but they choose to to um they choose to stick with us because they think our product is good but uh, it's tough it's tough it's uh, hockey players aren't well paid so if they're off if they're offered you know a ten thousand pound contract by someone it's it really makes a big difference to their life um so i understand why they would be going uh why they would be following the money more than the product in in a way um because it's quite it's quite tough there's uh, there's only a handful of professional hockey players in the world really and it's quite difficult to make your living from that um and uh, and I guess as well, Crown isn't linked to any shop, and I, I don't know what it is like in in the listeners' countries, because I'm sure there are listeners from other countries. Um, but in some cases, shops are really really linked to uh, national players or teams that the national players or, or club teams that the national players play for. Uh, and because Crown doesn't sell very much into those shops, um, we don't have the shop contact to talk to the club and try and get. Uh, sponsored players um I, I guess in a weird way if we're if we're talking about um belgium and there's a belgium shop that is sponsoring loads of people from a club and that happens to be a, a, a belgian international um until we kind of get into those stores we're not really getting those sponsorship deals we'd have to directly contact the player or have the player directly contact us which is, seems quite a big barrier um for for the player to overcome uh, so I guess we just we need to get we need to get around more. We need to show people more crown sticks, um, and uh, I guess we need to actually develop some kind of marketing budget as well to be able to to pay the athletes for the for the marketing job that they'll be uh, doing for us if we were to sponsor them. So I guess it's all um, it's all a building process, and we just really haven't had the time to either make contacts or get the finances in to be able to. Uh, pay these athletes fairly for the for the job role we require from them um which is why not too many professional athletes have done it though obviously i'm up for talking to any professional athlete uh we've had quite a few um recently who just want to up their stick game and take take their equipment as seriously as they can so um so if there's any international athletes out there that want to get a little advantage over other people um they're welcome to and you have just recently announced you're working with henry weir Mm-hmm. He's a cool he guy, Henry. Yeah, <laughs> a, a top-level athlete. Uh, I know he's got a, a special logo that's been announced, yeah, which yeah. features the crown on top. The werewolf. Uh, 
are you willing to to put out any uh, information with regards to what to expect from your partnership with with Henry? Yeah, well, uh, well, I mean, uh, to be honest, it will be mainly an R and D partnership rather than a sponsorship one. I think um, the Crown Office is quite close to Bisham Abbey, which is the GB Hockey Centre, and we're really hoping to. Um, to be able to give Henry loads of different products and get get his feedback on our current ones and uh, prototypes and and getting getting his personal feedback on stuff. Um, I think um, when speaking to him, he's a, he's a very chatty guy. He's very honest and very open, which is really important for us because um, he can help us. He can he can help us by delivering key nuggets of nice information um, that will really make a difference or improve our products uh, and take take them take them to keep improving so um i think that's what that's what that's what i'll be expecting at least but i guess um hockey players will see us posting a lot more on social media um about him we're going to be doing some youtube videos i'm sure where he's going to explain stuff our um we're trying to work a little bit more on our youtube videos just because i feel like i feel like there's some good hockey content out there but you've got to really be on it to to find it there's not like a, a plethora of loads and loads of different hockey channels and on and things like that so I think there's still room for like loads more hockey content on YouTube. So we're going to be doing things like that. Um, I'm sure little things that he mentions will come into future stick ranges. So some of some of his feedback will then end up helping uh, customers because they'll be getting slightly better products from it. Um, and I guess that's what we can really expect. So we're going to be supporting him in the Olympics. We'll be um, making some custom Olympic sticks for him. Um, which I'm, which we'll share more information about because they'll be probably slightly tailored to him uh, rather than rather than our standard crown sticks. And uh, and yeah, I guess that's what we're going to be doing on some video shoots, some feedback, and that's it really. So, is there any potential within these new sticks that you're making for him that you're going to dip your toe into the water of the extreme low bow? So at the minute you only offer a mid bow and a low bow option, which yeah. I know. Uh, you already mentioned all your your stick profiles are designed in house. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So well. Uh, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll go into would that. You, yeah. You... Um, yeah. Henry. Henry's stick is going to be a little bit less bowed. He's he's uh, he actually doesn't really want too much of a bow. He doesn't want too much of a commercial bow that I think would sell particularly well. But it's going to be right for him. So um. So I don't think we'll uh he'll be going for any extreme bow. Um. But yes, I think if you measure our sticks bow profile to other people's, it is actually way more extreme than most people's out there because I think other brands play on the safe side. And when they say something like their bow height is 24 mil, if you measure it, it's actually more like 19 or 18 or something like that, um, though it does vary. Uh, and um, so our bow, our bow is pretty extreme right now. Um, but yeah, you mean lowness of the peak of the bow and uh yeah we'll be doing that in the future i think um i think uh it's it's quite odd we've done a lot of stuff with with making the perfect drag flicking stick and we're slightly unconvinced about the lowness of the bow helping enough with the drag flicks relative to other things that happen uh with shapes of sticks um we don't think the lowest of the bow is everything so we've actually weirdly stayed around away from that for a little bit um although yeah we're definitely going to make a low an extreme Lobo version of a new crown stick that comes out for sure. Uh, we'll probably be making, um, maybe dialing back the bow on our current one, just a fraction uh, to make it a bit more of a normal low bow and not quite like a weird mix between an extreme and a low, but it's not quite either one. 
Um, so I think I think we yeah I think we will go extreme low. Yes, <laughs> that's my short answer. And to double back a yeah. little bit, obviously we we've started talking about international sponsorships, and you mentioned not being in many shops. Yeah. Is that something that you're going to look to do going forward? You're going to try and branch out into stores, uh, especially overseas, perhaps, or yeah. Do you always plan to do direct sales? Uh, I think I think our direct sales will probably it's going to be a higher percentage of direct sales than other hockey brands, I would think. But yes, we are looking for shops. Um, I think in England we do we do okay. We're we're English ourselves, so people feel comfortable emailing in and getting getting English feedback. But yeah, I understand that if English isn't your first language, and you know we're classic English people, we don't we don't understand any other language. Um, uh, it's it's a bit of a language barrier to get across, and you might not trust our products too much, and you don't understand certain things that we're saying. Um, so I think a shop is key in different areas of the world. Um, also in England, we sell sticks one way, but um, in other countries uh, they sell sticks a different way, and uh, and we don't understand that that method of sales. We don't understand what would work best. So um, so we're trying to team up with people in other countries. Um, that can help us out really to sell crown products. I think um, before we never really did that because there wasn't much of a margin to give a shop um, because our cost of our products was so high to, to make and to sell. Um, so I think it, it required a very keen shop to take us on and, and for instance know that they could sell another brand that was £100 uh, retail price cheaper and they as a shop would make more money than selling our crown stick. It, it, it took... Um, it took some brave shops to stock Crown up until this point, but um, in in 2021, probably late 2021, we'll uh, be releasing some new sticks that should have, uh, which hopefully is this 150 stick that we've mentioned as well, that will all have um, that will be a bit more of a range of price points. Hopefully, make it feasible to sell into broad shops as well. Um, so I'm hoping that we'll be able to get get some keen shops um, emailing in saying saying that they want to stock crown sticks and um and we can actually provide them with a with a serious kind of business offer that is worth their time uh so yeah hopefully hopefully in 2021 if not 2022 maybe we'll get some crown sticks in shops around the world which would be quite cool okay and to finish up i feel like i know the answer but i'm going to ask it anyway yeah crown as you say is a university project that's grown into a small business if a large multi-sport brand wanted to get into hockey and wanted to come in with something different mm. to what is being offered by the other brands um we'll put a completely random name from outside of hockey <laughs> that uh we'll say nike yeah I know or coming, under yeah. armor <laughs> nike yeah. or under armor want to get into hockey yeah. they come and are looking to buy crown would you consider selling crown to them or would you consider manufacturing crown sticks that are then branded for another brand to sell yeah i think uh i've had i've had weird weird kind of questions phrased to me like that before from other people and um i don't really know it probably depends on the actual it depends on the situation um i think i have previously had uh, people asking this question and i've been really worried that they'll just take the crown name uh and then slowly kind of merge stuff over with their own name and they'd actually just start trying to make crown products as cheaply as they possibly can and outsource the the manufacturing to another country 
and also buy in cheaper materials and try and try and make it the same way but cheaper and then sell it as a similar product and uh, i kind of thought the the hockey world doesn't really develop from that happening you kind of just are now making a slightly worse product but trying to half use the crown name as it seems like a weird mixed bag to me so i'm not i'm not particularly keen on that i'm probably yeah a lot more up for some big company like nike going oh just make us the sticks and we'll make We'll make really good clothing and hockey uh, accessories and stuff to go with it because that's what Nike is really good at, and um, and uh, and be our factory that we go to. And I think I'd I'd have a lot more chance of being convinced of that option. I think, uh, which I mean, which would be quite fun. I'm sure. I'm sure also uh, with big companies coming in like Under Armour or Nike, they could um, they could supply a you know a research period where we developed something really crazy that was way too costly for us to ever achieve but um they're able to to fund it and we go whoa okay we've made a really cool product here as a, as a team um and i think i would be keen to do that i'd quite like to keep crown as me all the all the time i think even if it didn't really make that many sticks each year because we were working on like producing nike sticks or whatever um but i still think it'd be quite fun to just keep the crown brand going all the time it seems um there's been a couple of brands, maybe like Talon Hockey, I think it was, in the, in the 90s that made really unique sticks, but they didn't sell well enough. So, so the guy that set it up um, hasn't really continued with it. And I just feel like I feel like I quite like the idea of even if we get bought out by a bigger company, we've still got like a little cult following of people that are still really into Crown. So I'd quite like to keep it going, whatever, really. Um, and as far as making it for other brands, uh, I think I would be up for the idea, and I have <laughs> I'm currently in talks as well um, of uh, other brands' top models are the um, are called the new top model stick by whoever, and um, and it's manufactured by Crown. And instead of where it normally says made in whatever country, um, it would say made by Crown in the UK. Um, and we'd kind of half promote that. I feel like that that generally helps hockey players as well because they're they're getting the same crown product, but it's probably pushed out a lot more by this bigger brand. Um, so I think I could be convinced of doing something like that as well. Though, though it would be a bit weird and confusing for customers maybe to wonder if we're a brand or a company or um, or just a manufacturer. Uh, but I don't know. More conversations and specific examples I think would need to happen for me to for me to know for sure which way or the other. But I am kind of open to everything.